0: This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Monday, June 2nd, 2014. I'm Caleb Brown. Once again, the Supreme Court is weighed in on the case of a woman who attempted to harm a romantic rival with chemicals. And apart from if she violated the Chemical Weapons Treaty, is the question over Congress potentially expanding its own powers through treaties. Ilya Shapiro, editor of Cato's Supreme Court Review, evaluates today's opinion.
1: So we've been waiting for this case for a long time. Indeed, it's the second time it's up at the Supreme Court, and Cato has filed four briefs at varying stages of the game. Um, This is the Treaty Power case where, if you'll recall, uh, Carol Ann Bond uh, was upset that her former best friend had had an affair with her husband And uh, like most people in this situation, I suppose, uh, got some chemicals, part at work, part that she ordered on Amazon, uh, and sprinkled them uh, various places, hoping to just teach her friend a lesson, not kill her or anything. But uh, ultimately, she caused uh, one minor chemical burn on her thumb that was quickly washed off. Uh, And then, rather than being prosecuted for assault or attempted murder, harassment, anything under state law, The federal prosecutors went after Mrs. Bond for violating the federal legislation that implements the International Chemical Weapons Convention. Uh, Previously, the Supreme Court said unanimously that, of course, she has standing to raise a federalism or Tenth Amendment uh, claim, saying that the federal government doesn't have the power uh, to prosecute her for this. And now, up again on the merits of the case, the Supreme Court punted, or rather, There was a unanimous uh, uh, judgment that uh, the federal government went too far here for various reasons. The majority, in an opinion written by Chief Justice Roberts, said that the federal law in question simply doesn't reach uh, the case at hand, that this is a truly local crime uh, and um, it only reaches chemicals, quote, of the sort that an ordinary person would associate with instruments of chemical warfare, unquote. So... Uh, I think this muddles the waters uh, a little bit, but anyhow, uh, Chief Justice Roberts, as is his wont, rewrote or reconstrued to be more charitable the uh, statute uh, simply uh, uh, to avoid ruling on the much more important, broader constitutional issue of whether, uh, pursuant to a treaty, uh, Congress has powers that it otherwise would not under the Constitution. And there was a uh, there were a number of concurring opinions by. Uh, Scalia, Thomas, uh, and Alito joining each other's opinions, uh, making that point that the constitutional question is unavoidable because uh, the text is not ambiguous uh, and therefore the law needs to be struck down as indeed going beyond Congress's powers. (coughs) Since we
0: have uh, Scalia, Thomas, and Alito joining each other's opinions, what what impact does that really have? It's a unanimous opinion, but these three made a further argument, what impact su- substantially does that have?
1: Well, it's persuasive in future cases. Uh, for example, Thomas's concurring uh, opinion uh, was uh, went into about the proper subject of a treaty. That is, not in this case, but more broadly, he says, in some future cases, we might have the opportunity and might need to uh, evaluate whether the A a, a treaty is even proper under the treaty power, let alone what Congress does with it. For example, uh, if uh, this isn't in the opinion, but if uh, a president doesn't like the death penalty and the federal government can't simply strike down or outlaw state death penalties, but can it conclude uh, a treaty with the president of Mexico to outlaw the death penalty and then all of a sudden uh, that becomes proper? Uh, Justice Thomas uh, talks about how the only proper subject of uh, international treaties uh, are uh, uh, things that govern uh, uh, international intercourse uh, or intercourse with with foreign states, and you know that's not necessarily. There are fuzzy lines there, but that's an interesting uh, historical uh, discussion. And I and I should add that uh, Justice Scalia's uh, examination tracks Cato's brief, uh, the work of my colleague. Uh, senior fellow uh, Nicholas Quinn Rosencrantz, Uh, and these are issues I think that the court will have to encounter uh, and deal with at some future date. Now, this case was so bizarre, the facts of it, you know, the combination of adultery, chemical weapons, federalism, that something like this isn't likely to come along that often. Uh, But certainly, as the number of international treaties expand, as Congress passes more and more laws, I think there are going to be plenty of opportunities to reconsider and reevaluate whether... Perhaps at some future point, Justice Scalia's opinion becomes a controlling one.
0: Reading uh reading this opinion, to what extent now is Congress thus compelled to actually write laws to enforce obligations under treaties versus this is just the law and Congress is bound to obey it?
1: Well, in general, most treaties are not what's called self-executing. There has to be very clear, specific language in a treaty if it purports to automatically become the domestic law of a given country, and those are pretty rare. Uh, There was a case uh, seven years ago now, six years ago, that the Supreme Court decided called Medellin that spelled out when a treaty is and is not self-executing. I think Congress will probably be wary of how to implement treaties in the future. They want to uh, avoid uh, having to take the federal government through multiple years now of litigation uh, over something like this. Uh, Although there could be further impetus for Congress to act in this particular area because you could see in many future cases uh, clever defense lawyers saying, well, clearly this particular provision about chemical weapons is vague. Uh, You know, what else uh, did Congress imply without stating, uh, without having the chief justice insert new language uh, into it? So it could be that this statute is uh, rendered null and void altogether and Congress might have to go back to the drawing board about how it regulates chemical weapons properly, let alone improperly in the local crime context.
0: The majority opinion was written by Chief Justice Roberts. What do we now know about his uh, tenure thus far and what we're likely to see in the future based upon this opinion? Well, he's,
1: he's been on the court. This is concluding his uh, eighth year now. And it's quite clear that uh, the early reports of him being a minimalist an incrementalist in the law, are are proving to be largely true. That is, he bends over backwards not to reach constitutional issues. Uh, and I think we've been frustrated over the last few years by the cases that the court has not taken as well. So he wants to create as few waves as possible, as little controversy as possible, to take the court out of the political sphere Um, Sometimes that uh, results in ultimately the correct practical effect like this case. Sometimes it's disastrously not like NFIB versus Sebelius, the famous or infamous Obamacare case where he uh, transformed the mandate into a tax. Uh, some cases he can't avoid it, um, Citizens United in the campaign finance context or Shelby County in the voting rights context. But in both of those, interestingly enough, that was sort of the last straw. He was backed into a corner that had there had been preceding cases of a similar line where – he was uh, quite clear, or at least the court was clear, that this was leading to something if Congress didn't get its act together and change the underlying law. So we can see that the, the chief justice will sign on to and even write controversial opinions, but only if there's no other way possible to uh, uh, torture the statutory language, if you will, uh, less charitably than I was earlier to him, uh, uh, to construe, to, to avoid or evade what, what I uh, said in my blog post, to evade the constitutional duty to hold the uh, other branches' feet to the constitutional fire.
0: Ilya Shapiro is a senior fellow in constitutional studies at the Cato Institute. You can read more of his work at Cato.org.